One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. Down the block, Inside for Elba. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Now, we have got finals kicking off tomorrow night. I cannot wait for that one. We've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Manly Seagulls, a Friday night game. You've got the Gold Coast Titans taking on the Chooks Saturday afternoon. Penrith Panthers and South Sydney Rabbitohs go head-to-head Saturday night. And then we wrap up finals week one with the Parramatta Eels taking on the Newcastle Knights. And I've spoken enough about these games all week, and this is where it gets interesting. I've brought in... My main man himself, random stats guy, he is going to tell us everything we need to know and everything we don't need to know leading into this weekend. Welcome back, mate. How are we? Great. Um, had a great week. Um, so keen for finals. I mean, the Cowboys season ended on a very very low low there against Manly, but, you know, I'm excited for finals and I can't wait for my second team, South Sydney, to give it a real crack. I don't think you're allowed second teams, brother. That's, uh, uh, that's not above board just quietly. Uh, I wouldn't be watching any of the footy if I didn't have a second team to go on. I'm hoping Benji and Wayne, a nice little swan song for both of them. Mate, it would be unreal to see Benji get a win. I posted on Instagram earlier tonight. He debuted in 2003. What on earth is that? Unbelievable. 16 years since his last grand final. That's like, there's some 16-year-old walking around who wasn't alive when Benji lifted that trophy. It's unbelievable to think. Mate, I, I was trying to look for... You, you, you'd probably know better than me. I use Sam Walker as an example on my Instagram post, but someone commented after that that Suwali wasn't born when he debuted. I'm not sure if that's true or not, but the more I think about it, it wouldn't be far off, would it? Yeah, very, very, very close. I, th- I think he might actually have pipped him so, uh, Benji before Suwali was born, which is just crazy to think because I remember someone was telling me that if Suwali and Benji play, it would have just been generationally a significant moment. But, yeah, absolutely very tight between those two. Mate, game of the week for me, Friday night, we've got the Melbourne Storm taking on the Manly Seagulls. Now, you've come up with some absolute gold for both of these games. Uh, The Melbourne Storm, I believe that they've won the minor premiership, I think, seven times, and only on two of those occasions they've gone on to win the premiership. I've got to tell you, I was a little bit surprised by that one. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think a team so um, well coached by Craig Bellamy that they'd be able to meet the expectation that they set in the regular season. But yeah, in the last seven times they've, uh, they've, they've claimed that minor premiership, only twice they've been able to lift the premiership at the end of the day. But, you know, eight of the last 22 premiers in the uh, modern era, that is the NRL era, have been able to go from minor premiership to first place. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I think it was the Roosters in 2018, the last team to do such a feat. So Craig Bellamy's got a lot to to calm his team down. They, they look like they're tiring out a little bit, but Pappy's performance on the weekend just showed that they're ready to go to the next level. Mate, did that number there, only eight of those teams have gone on to win it. Did that surprise you a little bit? Absolutely, definitely. I thought we've seen a lot of first place teams go through, but you know, it's the second and the third place teams that have actually risen and won a fair few of those premierships in the past. So we haven't seen a team as low as six win the premiership, and that was the Dogs back in 1994. So Parramatta Eels fans, you're welcome. There's a little bit of hope to hold on to, but anyone lower than that, uh, sorry, Newcastle and Titans fans, you might be ruled out. Now, you might have to keep an eye on it over the next few weeks. I was just thinking off the top of my head, uh, there's obviously been a number of teams that have won the minor premiership and lost the grand final. So depending on how Melbourne goes throughout the next few weeks, we might have to keep an eye on that one moving forward because there are a number of teams. There's one, one that I was just thinking of as the Parramatta Eels in 01. Obviously, they won the minor premiership, lost the grand final against Newcastle, which we'll talk about that in a minute. But the Manly Seagulls, they finished fourth this year. Now, what happened the last time the Manly Seagulls finished fourth? They came runners-up against the Roosters in 2013. So they like to sit around that fourth place. Not too bad for Desi. He also loves that with the dogs as well. Um, So it'll be interesting to see how they go with it in the end. But, yeah, definitely looking at Manly to maybe make a play at it. And they've got a huge chance this weekend. I mean, Tommy Turbo, enough said about him. 25 tries, 15 games. He's one hat-trick off the record of Dave Brown who had six hat-tricks in a season. Tommy's had five. So it's just unbelievable to think that such a player like Tom Trebojevic has just killed it this year. And, mate, obviously when we look back at that 2013 grand final, we did mention Manly finished fourth. They lost to the Roosters week one. Uh, 4-0, I think it was that night. Roger Tuovasa-Shek scoring the winning try. They're an unbelievable game. And, of course, they went all the way to the grand final and they lost to the Roosters, the minor premiers. Personally, that's how I kind of see it playing out again this year. I think they lose to the Melbourne Storm on Friday night, and I think they're going to lose to them into the grand final as well. What are your thoughts? I reckon that would be what every Manly fan, and it, well, a Manly fan wouldn't want them to lose, but every Manly and Melbourne fan want to face off in the grand final. That's, that's what these two teams were established for, I feel, um, in the last few years. So that would be magical if it could happen, but Penrith are going to be something to beat uh, later down the track. Now, mate, there's one more fact about these two teams that uh, I find just crazy. Tell us about the team that wins. They always score a certain amount of points. I think Manly fans can uh, vouch me straight away is that 40 points has been scored by the the match-winning team in the last three occasions between these two sides. The score itself has been 40-12 to in the last two finals matches between these two clubs. It's a bit freaky, and we know that the... The very first time these two teams met in the 2007 grand final, it was 34 to 12. So, so close that time. And if you're a betting man, you may as well put the exact points to be 40. And of course, mate, the year after that, uh, I believe Manly won that one 40 nil, didn't they? Absolutely. Um, you can never forget that sort of scoreline and that finish from Beaver as well. 
Unreal scenes, mate. I was there that day. It's still one of the loudest noises <laughs> I've ever heard. Uh, mate, let's move to Saturday afternoon. You've got the Titans taking on the Roosters. Tell us about Justin Holbrook's record, mate. Yeah, I mean, last season was actually the first season that Justin Holbrook in his professional coaching career hadn't won, hadn't gone through to the finals. And the Titans finished ninth of all places as well. Um, so he's got plenty of finals experience. He knows how to get the boys prepared. So don't be uh, too afraid of an upset in this one. However, they will have to beat a bit of history, though, because since the McIntyre system was scrapped back in 2011, the eighth-place team have only beaten fifth once, and that was the Cowboys beating the Sharks back in 2017. But we all know how that panned out for the Cowboys who made it all the way through to the big dance. Man, I could be wrong. Wasn't that well, wasn't that game a bit of a controversial one as well? Wasn't there like a seven-tackle set? Or there was something weird that happened that day from memory? I think there was some sort of controversial moment. It wasn't a seven-tackle set because I know as a Cowboys fan that happened to us and that was crushing. Of course crushing. you do. Yeah. Thanks for bringing it back, um, <laughs> reliving it. Uh, no, I think um, there was some controversial moment, but it was a field goal that won it in the end. I think it was Michael Morgan who slotted it. Um, and I honestly gave us no chance that day. And to beat Cronulla, especially at the same ground that that seven tackle set happened, was uh, something special. Now, mate, it's it's the next fact that really blew me away. I think this one's incredibly impressive. It involves their opposition, the Sydney Roosters. Mate, tell us about their finals record in week one. This is very impressive. Not just Trent Robinson, this record applies to. It's literally 20 years since the Roosters were last knocked out in the first week of the finals. It's absolutely unbelievable. That year, they lost to Joey's Knights. They came six. So it was third versus six back in the old uh, final system series. And obviously, the Dragons went on and beat the Broncos from memory. So the Roosters got knocked out then. So pretty unlucky to finish six back in the day and be eliminated. But that was the circumstance on that occasion. But just goes to show what a well-oiled machine this Roosters team is. And when finals happen, all their players just click. And you're right, it does go a lot deeper than Trent Robinson. I was just thinking off the top of my head, we're talking Graham Murray, Ricky Stewart, Brad Fittler, Brian Smith, and then Trent Robinson. I'm not sure if there's anyone I've left out there, but that's at least five coaches. It's an incredible knock, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, I mean, Ricky, he's going to go down as one of the best coaches, um, regardless of what people think of him. Um, but yeah, Graham Murray, another the late Graham Murray, one of another great coach who's led a few teams to the grand final. You definitely got that right. That it's just well, Brian Smith as well took um, Parramatta to that uh, 2001 grand final. Didn't get the chocolates on that day, but just some great coaches that the Roosters have had that have led them through to the finals. And unfortunately, just yeah, it's been unbelievable that they haven't been uh, disqualified in the first uh, week. Speaking of Brian Smith, good God, he hates a grand final, doesn't he? Far out. Oh, don't remind him. Don't remind him. It I'm is one of the worst him. records of all time. And it's like it covers about 25 years. And most of the time, it's Wayne Bennett that that, that knocks him off. It's crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that. Brian's probably living through it all as it is. Poor bastard, mate. Uh, let's move to the second best game of the week for me. I'm really looking forward to this one on Saturday night. Unfortunately, Latrell Mitchell missing out of this one. We all know about that incident. Penrith Panthers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. And incredibly, these two played each other in the finals last year, but I believe it was the first time ever. Is that right? Yeah, 53 years that they've had the chance to meet in the finals. And believe it or not, in the last two years, they're meeting back-to-back. Um, it's going to be an absolute cracker. I mean, Penrith have had the edge over South in the last five games that they've won. 
but yeah, you just can't you just can't cut a team like Penrith out with Nathan Cleary coming back. I know they were looking tired a little bit, but the last couple of weeks, Nathan's just taken them to a different level. Speaking of Nathan, I believe you've got uh, a little bit on Ivan Cleary's coaching record. Absolutely, despite winning his last five against Wayne Bennett, it's still his third worst coaching record against any of the current coaches um, currently in the NRL. So Brad Arthur and Anthony Griffin are the two ones that are worse off, believe it or not. Um, Craig Bellamy, Ivan Cleary's got a better record against. So um, just goes to show that Wayne can pull off an upset. He hasn't in the last five games, but it's coming around the corner, I'm pretty sure. Mate, I never would have picked Anthony Griffin just quietly. Mate, he he has got a really good coaching record. I was backing him to get the Dragons there, so it was no surprise for me to see them in the eight for the majority of the season. Um, but, of course, in typical Dragons fashion, they crashed out in the uh, rounds that mattered. Um, but, yeah, don't doubt Anthony Griffin next season, that's for sure. I, I heard an absolute cracker the other day. I was sitting there watching his post-game press conference, and my girlfriend walked through the room, and she said, who's that? And I went, oh, it's Anthony Griffin, the Dragons coach. And she goes, hmm, he looks like a bus driver. And then she just walked away, and I went, fuck, he does look like a bus driver. He looks heaps like a bus driver. <laughs> yes, exactly. I would have. I would honestly think the exact same thing. I'd hand over my bus stick to him if I saw him on the street. Now, mate, obviously their opposition, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, uh, I mentioned on my podcast earlier today, which is insane, they finished this season on 42 competition points. That would be enough to have won eight of the last 10 minor premierships. So, I mean, probably more so credit to the Panthers and the Storm, how good they've been. But South Sydney, geez, they're unlucky that they're essentially playing in 2021, aren't they? Absolutely, and they really flipped the switch after that Penrith loss, the second Penrith loss, which was 56 to 12 or something silly. Um, They've since gone on and just really put it on to the rest of the competition. Like you said earlier, shame that Luttrell won't be there. I feel like he could bring on, but I'm really keen to see this kid, Blake Taff, have a run at fullback. And, you know, Rabbitohs fans, don't be wary if you get knocked down that first week. It's all part of Wayne's plan. He's won two of his last four premierships after losing the qualifying final of those years were 2006 and 1998. And it sort of reminds me of 2006 again, mate. Obviously not the same situation, but Wayne had to make mass changes the week before the finals kicked off that year as well. People will remember that was the year he moved Justin Hodges to fullback, Carmichael to the wing, Sean Berrigan into hooker. It was chaos. And Hodjo essentially won them the prelim final with an unbelievable game against the Bulldogs. And then, Sean Berrigan, of course, he was the Clive Churchill medalist in 06. So he's a guy that can deal with chaos. Absolutely. And I think last year alone with that Queensland Maroons team, what he did to them, turned them around from a team that was the worst team in the last 40 years of origin to go on to win the origin series there. I think this is what Wayne lives for. He loves the final series and I'm pretty sure he's going to get up the Rabbitohs up for this one. He's got the talent. He's got much better talent than he did with that Queensland team. So... Well, let's see what happens in the future. No doubt about it. Let's move to the last game of the week, mate. And, of course, it's the 2001 Grand Final replay. The Parramatta Eels taking on the Newcastle Knights. Now, neither of them have an overly impressive finals record, which doesn't really surprise me that much. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting game. It's a game that Newcastle can very much win, um, but Parramatta can also show up and blow them off the field as well. Um, as you were touching on about their records, I mean, the Eels, six of their last seven finals games, which dates back to that 2009 grand final that they've lost. Um, that last win, obviously, being the Broncos flogging 58-0. to nil. But since then, 
since 2009, nothing to write home about. And Newcastle, going back to their 2001 grand final, they've only won three of their last 11 finals matches. So really, it's not much of a flex from either fan right now in terms of final stuff, but it'll be very interesting to see how they go. These two teams, of course, meeting each other for the first time in the finals since that famous 01 grand final. So I'd expect Brad Arthur has rung up Hindy to come in uh, midweek and uh, definitely rally up the troops. I'll tell you what, you, you mentioned that their last finals win against the Broncos. Do you remember the few days after that? It was uh, Queen of the Nile Gate. That was unbelievable. The boys were playing the poker machines the night before and that's what cost them the game. I mean, fuck, you conceded 50-odd points. Like, Jesus, it was just the weirdest narrative I've ever heard. Absolutely, and I just want to double-check and see where the Knights are staying if they're not on the Gold Coast because they'd probably be at Star Casino <laughs> before that game. So, uh... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Maybe I had my brains keeping a close eye on uh, KP and Mitchell Pierce. Bad day to be more chilly, mate. Tell me, what are your tips? Who's going to win these four games? I I really do like Melbourne. I think um, Manly have been superb. But Melbourne, I think, with Cam Munster back, can really take it to them. The Roosters for mine can get the job done against Gold Coast. It'll be a tight game. I think the Titans will come out of the blocks firing like they usually do. But I think the Roosters, they've got the mentality to go on through the rest. Penrith South, Nathan Cleary, 18 games undefeated. His last 11 have been by a margin of no less than 13 points. Um, I think Penrith get the job done there against South. Parramatta, Newcastle. Do I have a coin nearby to flip for this one? I'm going to go the Newcastle Knights. I reckon they can get the upset against Parramatta and add to their finals woes, unfortunately. I think uh, this is the moment uh, Newcastle fans have been waiting for. Mate, I agree with you on all of those, especially the Eels Knights. Mate, I feel like I could flip a coin a hundred times and still not get this right. It's just, I've got no clue what's going to go on here. I think I'll probably bet with whoever's got the best value in that one. Mate, uh, thanks for joining us once again on the Rugby League Guru podcast. Always a pleasure having you on. For those that are looking to find Random Stats Guy, where can they find you, mate? Just on Instagram for the time being. So just check out that handle at Random Stats Guy. I'm the man. I don't think there's a second one out there. I think we're going to expand you soon, just quietly. I think it's time. Absolutely. Facebook is uh, coming soon. That's for sure. I think Twitter's begging for you, just quietly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate. I I like a beer during the game, so I don't want to be tweeting mid-game. But if I have to, I will for the fans. Mate, thank you for joining us once again. We look forward to hearing from you next week. I have no doubt, week two of the finals, you'll have some weird and wacky stuff for us. Mate, can't wait to start finding some stuff now. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.